You're listening to a Malu Entertainment original podcast. On this week's show, I have the absolute pleasure of chatting to Oliver Morton Evans. They are starting to be a sex coach and they also have cerebral palsy just like me. And they've also dabbled in movies and a whole lot more. So why not join us right now? Hey Oliver, welcome to the show. Such a pleasure to have you. This is going to be a really interesting show, I think, because you quite discreetly and suavely slipped into my DMs and left me very intrigued. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you, Melina. It was really, uh, really good to uh, to connect and I'm, I'm really happy to be on your show. Could you tell me a little bit more about yourself? Um, so first of all, I have cerebral palsy. So I was born two months premature and I actually died twice when I was born. Um, cerebral palsy affects everyone in a different way. So um, I, um, I get around in a wheelchair and I have quite a bit of difficulty with um, motor function, uh, but um, luckily that hasn't um, affected my uh, ability to pretty much do everything that um, I've wanted to do in my life. So I would actually love to understand your uh, your background a little bit more. Just uh, it, it seems like we uh, we have a pretty shared shared experience which I think is awesome. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about your um, your background. I started off in media, so many, many years ago now I started off in radio, and then I developed into multimedia, so web design. Wasn't very good at that though because I didn't have the motor skills and the dexterity to be able to complete the diploma in web design that I was trying to finish. And I've often had low self-esteem because I didn't feel who I saw in the mirror. So my internal didn't match my external. And um, then I lost a bit of weight. One day I looked in the mirror and thought, what can I do? Sex work was the next avenue that I figured if people were feeling as isolated as I was, if I could help them in any way not to feel that way, then I've done my job. And that's what, that's what my drive was sort of created from, was if I can help people in my position feel better about themselves, then I've done my job. Not, my work has definitely made me feel more in unity with people with disabilities as well. It's made me a better person. Um, I'm not going to use the word tolerant because I hate that, but it's made my heart more open and I've learnt so much and I'll continue to learn and it's people like you that I'm able to learn from as well. That's really interesting because, um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. I, I, I love the fact that you were doing the work that you were doing. I think it's so needed. 
and particularly in this country, I think the attitude around sex and disability is very antiquated and very lack a lack of understanding. So I, I think it's awesome what you're doing. There doesn't seem to be anyone really in Australia doing it. So uh, I think to make that step is a very brave but very necessary step. And therefore, I, I'm actually looking to make a step myself into that realm. Um, so I'm currently studying to become a sacred sex coach for men with disabilities. So I really want to help other men come into their own bodies and to feel more sexual and to help them with, you know, just to feel more in touch with that part of themselves. I think it's really, really important and really critical. I know from my own journey that once I was able to feel more in touch with my, my sexuality, that I was feeling, I was able to feel a lot more peace in myself, really. Honestly, I think I just was Googling sex workers in Australia with a disability and you, and you popped up. Um, and then I, I got to see the work that you do and, and, and everything that you offer and provide. And I thought, that, that's amazing because um, <laughs> it just blew my mind really that, um, that that was out there and that you were you know, obviously successful at doing what you did and, and going about it really the way that resonated with me. So it was something that piqued my interest and yeah, I wanted to get in touch because it's definitely unique. That sounds absolutely amazing. What I found is men find it really hard to talk about what they're struggling with, especially when it comes to sexuality and desires. Having you in that space, helping to break that barrier is really, really good. I'm really um, curious to know that if you feel that in the work that you do, that your um, disability is fetishized and how you deal with that. And I love that question. I am so fucking passionate about this question. By the way, if you want to swear at any time on this podcast, please do. Um, yeah, so when I first started in the industry, I made sure people saw me for me. So I didn't make the disability or the wheelchair a feature of my work. And I got a lot of, sadly, I got a lot of offers, which I then couldn't take because I get an offer, say from overseas, which was like my heart. And uh, yeah, and then I'd have to say, yep, well, if the premises is accessible, then I can go right ahead, let's start, give me a date. And they'd be like, oh, um, you're not the person we're looking for. And then I'd be shut down. So that was a struggle. So after that happened a couple of times, I was like, well, I've got to, Change gears here. So um, then one day I spoke to a colleague of mine who said, you've really got to be open about your disability and the people who are going to care aren't going to be worth it and they're not the ones that are going to be 
giving you the profits and the people that care are going to be giving you the profits. So, um, yeah, so now I'm just being me and the wheelchair comes as a package. In regards to fetishization, I am, well, I've got an opinion of this. Well, it depends on the fetishes. It does anger me a little bit, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, like I said, it's a kind of depends what the fetish is. If it's more seeing people struggle getting out of bed, this is a whole category of struggle porn. I don't agree with it. And I mentioned this is another episode. I don't agree with it, won't do it. But if people want to worship someone with a disability or a, or in a wheelchair as a fetish, as a you know, harmless fetish, then that's that's so fine. There's also fetishes out there that are a more dominant fetish, so a role play of a carer um, and someone with a disability. Uh, that I'm totally, I'm not for that. Some people might be into it, but it doesn't align with my values um, and my industry values at that. So that I will not do. I'm, Whatever makes you feel comfortable, if you want to create that content, then go do it because it's going to, you know, make someone happy. But I do have, yeah, for myself, I do have hard limits on that. In your journey becoming a sex coach, actually, have you ever considered creating content and would you be comfortable with that? So it's really funny you should ask me that because uh, maybe I haven't told you this, but... I, I do have content out there which is for sale. Um, so uh, a couple of years ago, I decided to um, to basically just be a participant in a um, erotica film festival. Uh, it was all online and I could watch all the films. And watching all of the films, I got to see that, you know, there really wasn't any um, representation of disability at all. My entrepreneurial brain got um, fired up. It was a passion of mine to really want to um, better offer that, well, at that stage, that film festival, which was based in, in Melbourne, um, a film which represented really healthy, accessible, a story around disability. So I decided to make a film for the following year's festival. Um, so I, I made a film, it's only five minutes long. Um, but yeah, I decided to make a film that really wanted, I really wanted to represent um, not, only, not only disability, but also, uh, you know, the idea of interabled relationships and relating um, I just felt like this was a topic, but it's very rarely seen, um, and I wanted to um, change some perceptions there. So I made a film, and it was very daunting, as it, as it, as it is, but I was very happy with the outcome, and I submitted it to the film festival, and it ended up winning Most Loved film at the fest which was i was blown away by that it helped me to 
to get the courage to uh, to submit it into a few other film festivals around the world. So it ended up um, being in a, a film festival in uh, Switzerland, uh, in Seattle, um, and also in the um, San Francisco Porn Film Festival, which I'm very, I'm very proud about. And I'm actually about to start filming another, another film as well. Um, I don't know if you have any show notes in your, in your um, podcast, but we can, uh, I can share the link for people to see that if they, if they want. Wow, that is so cool. No, you did not mention that to me. And I've had dealings with the San Fran Film Festival as well. And they are just an amazing, amazing bunch of people. We do have show notes. So I would love to be to share that with our audience and also with me. Cause that, and the fact that you won for that category is just, it shows how um, the world is changing. And I know when I first won, I think it was Seattle, which you mentioned as well, back in 2017. I was stoked. I didn't, I thought, you know, people are going to see and go, oh, yeah, that's that, whatever, we don't have to do with that, but we won. And so, yeah, it just shows you how much the world is developing, which is, is really, really good. And I'm sure becoming a sex, sex code will be so great at fighting for them but more importantly for you and it allows them to have more autonomy and the fact that you're able to help provide that service is just amazing so yeah i it's interesting i I really do see um the importance in the work of not only educating you know able-bodied people around um disability and sexuality and and how you know we do live in sexual bodies and we do have the same you know desires and um complexities that everyone else has but i also see a, a real need for helping people with disabilities overcome I guess, internalized ableism around their sexuality and, and really become more uh, uh, instilling and like an erotic confidence in, in people with disability. And, and I think it's really important to just highlight how important sexuality is in in the human experience you know we, we just think of sex as um something that we do for fun um but it's so much more than that and it's really linked to really every aspect of life so i think to in order to feel more confident in the world in general i think it's really important to have a good relationship with your sexuality so that's where I'm coming from and I really want to help not only educate um, the masses but also to to lift up the 
the disabled community uh, who may you know, struggle with that. Like, like, to be honest, like I did. Um, and it was a journey for me and I, I know how liberating it has been to come through that journey. So, yeah, obviously it's really important for me to help other people um, with the same same issues to lift them up as well. It is a whole stigmatic conversation that needs to be broken down. And hopefully the work that you do will help just crack the ice on that one. But that conversation and those feelings are okay. And they should not be frowned upon. If you are able to cognitively make those decisions, then you should think we're often seen as our disability rather than an actual human being. So why would a person, for instance, in a wheelchair, even consider a sexual relationship with somebody? Because to the naked eye, that doesn't look like it's possible. So then that stigma is created. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a lot. For, people need to be educated more and you know, open to more ideas. This has been a really thought-provoking chat and I've really enjoyed it. And I think after you've done this other film as well, I think I might just have to have you back on the show for an update on that film, if you don't mind. Well, thanks for having me, Malena. It's been an awesome conversation. I've uh, really, really enjoyed getting to know you a bit more. And, yeah, it's fantastic what you're doing what you're doing with the podcast, I think this conversation definitely needs to be had more in Australia. And yeah, it, it's great that you put your hand up to do this and I would be more than happy to, to come back on a, on a further podcast episode to talk more. I think we could probably talk for hours. I'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us today, guys, and I look forward to bringing you the next Margarita Sessions.